0: Hey James,
1: do you think you'll
0: live to be a hundred?
1: Actually? Yeah. With the body modifications and medical enhancements I've been paying for recently, probably. Ha. <laughs> well, I won't. But you know what will? What? Our show, at least episode-wise. Oh, that's right, because we're celebrating our 100th episode with a spectacular live show. On Wednesday, April
0: 17th at 8 p.m., we're pulling out all the stops with a live podcast recording at the Ossington. That's 61 Ossington Avenue, right in the heart of
1: Toronto's Ice Cream District. There will be special guests, amazing segments, and, as always, a fun, unforgettable game at the end. Plus, I'll
0: be eating a hundred hamburgers in honor of the 100 episodes we'll have recorded by then. Really? Sure.
1: Okay. So save the date and dress to impress, because on April 17th we're celebrating our 100th episode in style in a
0: bar.
1: welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi everybody, I'm one of your hosts, I'm Landlord James. And
0: I'm the other host, I am Tenant Michael, and uh, it's great to be back again for another episode with you, James. I missed you this week. Oh,
1: you didn't need to share that. Um, Did you you miss me this week? (laughs) Hmm. The answer is new, no. but um, thank you, I guess, Mike. I appreciate that. Um, no problem. How are you doing? How are you doing today? I'm all right. It was pretty windy. Um,
0: uh, earlier today, I was walking, and my, my hair was blowing this way and that way. And was... You
1: look like you're missing a patch.
0: Yeah, part of my hair blew off. Uh, uh, it was so windy in
1: downtown Toronto, it's really something uh, Mayor Tory should look at. That might be something you might want to visit a doctor about. If, no, 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 no. Well, if strong hair is blowing the you know strong wind is blowing the hair out of your head the men in my family um we i come from a line of men who have weak hair so it's not really a Beca- okay because you said you your family has soft bones yeah yeah but that could have something to do with the i mean if you're well, whatever if bones your skull hair? is soft and the hair like might be Everything why the wind soft
0: in my family yeah it's okay it's fine but um yeah it's good to see you and uh how was your week
1: pretty good um people who uh have been listening will know that i've been taking part in uh parched march Mm-hmm. which is a thing I'm doing this month where I'm not drinking any water for the month. and um, seems
0: dangerous. I'm just going to reiterate that. It doesn't seem...
1: Well, Mike, it's like Sober October, right. but about water, okay. and it's in March. And it was all set up by my personal trainer, Gaetano, and uh, he's been really guiding me through this. This was all his plan. Okay. He says I'm really going to see a difference uh, in my muscles uh, by stopping... The water entirely. Mm-hmm. And it's been a challenge. It's been a yeah. challenge. There's been some pass outs. There's been some cutting myself, shaving, and air coming out. Really? Yes. Like a hiss
0: like do you hear a, a hiss? Yes. Sound? Like a
1: like a balloon. It can't be
0: healthy. Am well I,
1: Gaetano says it's the right thing okay. to do. And, and your and eyes
0: are very yellow. I don't know if that's
1: Yeah Gaetano to said, do with I think he said that's the protein reforming itself in my you know, pec muscles and arm muscles and all okay. that. Um, but yeah, he's been helping me because because going through this process, I have been feeling woozy. Uh, so he's been kind of like there by my side. He's actually now crashing at my place, Gaetano. Um, yeah, really? He's, yeah, he's been feeding me, um, massaging my temples. Uh, you know, he's t- taking pictures of my credit card um, he, uh, washed my car for so me he, while I was feeling weird. So, did you
0: say he's taking pictures of your credit card?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That doesn't... Se- why, why would he need to do that? That seems like Mike, a security risk. you know what? Or, no offense, but I'm not going to take workout advice from someone who's probably never been in a gym in his entire life, i.e. you. Well, so maybe don't worry about it, okay? Well, Gaetano has it covered. I mean, sure, I'm not a, you know, gym rat,
0: but I don't see how... No kidding, you're not a gym seem rat. seems like a workout thing to have your... You know, credit card information. It's a
2: f-
1: Mike, you don't get the personal trainer-trainee relationship. All right? just I don't. It's I fine. Admit I admit it. <sighs> anyway, so very relieved that Parched March is almost over, but yeah. ooh, baby. You know what? First April show, when I come, come here, I'm going to be wearing a Speedo. I'm going to be oiled up. I'm going to be <laughs> looking good, and you're going to see the results of Parched March.
0: Well, uh, I'll have a big jug of ice water ready for you. Oh, please. Uh, April, <laughs> don't even mention when it. <laughs> April comes, Don't even mention it. Thinking about it, I'm, I want to yeah, cry. Very dry. Uh, very dry. Um, well, How about you? How, uh, how was your week? Oh, it's good. You know, I, I came to... I had an epiphany this week. You know, sometimes you go about your life and you know, everything passes you by and then something you know knocks you out of your reverie. I realized this week that I am a singer and I need to sing. Every day.
1: Hmm. Okay. I'm a singer. Well, I'm not sure about that. I, well, I'll tell you, you what You can't ha- just say you're a singer.
0: I'm a singer. Uh, and, you know, I used to sing in my youth. I was in choirs. Uh, I was in briefly in a Toronto indie choir until that went uh, sour. Um, but How did it I, go sour? Uh, there was a huge fight. Uh, there was a lot of... Uh, Sexual stuff going on in, within the choir, and um, we decided to disband. It was it was all consensual, but it was it was not good for morale. Um, anyway, I was folding laundry the other day, and that band uh, Pentatonics. Are you familiar with Pentatonics? Yes, Acapella, fantastic. They're wonderful. Uh, they they harmonize so beautifully, and it came on as I was folding laundry, and I said I start, I was singing along, and I I thought to myself, why don't I have a similar group? you know Toronto's oh, full of, of musicians and singers and so i decided right there and then i'm putting together uh, an a cappella group oh mike and do you know what the oh. the phrase a cappella means by the way it no. means in in the style of the chapel or in the like the sistine chapel because you would sing um unaccompanied there and uh, oh. you know i'm not saying we're going to The group is going to be invited to the Vatican to perform, but that would be quite a thrill. Anyway, this is all to say that I am holding auditions for a Toronto-based men's a cappella group, and if you don't mind, I'd like to um, read the audition notice. Okay. If that's okay. Mm -hmm. Why am I asking you permission? I'm the co-host of this. For now. For now. Um, So here we go. Calling all male singers over the age of 30. Are you ready to leave the ordinary behind and help put Toronto on the a cappella map? And there is there is one. Um, then come audition for the Ho-Hummers, Ugh. a new group with big ambitions. Applicants uh, must have beautiful, strong voices, love to sing serious church music and jazz standards. Um, you have to be available seven nights a week for rehearsals. No ifs, ands, or buts. You cannot have dependents. Applicants should be physically fit and good at taking orders. Uh, clean police records are a must. You have to be a team player and... Uh, Vehicle owners will be given preferential treatment, and if you are rejected, unfortunately, there are no appeals. It is final. Um, But I'm looking for, yeah, if you fit those, fit the bill, please come out and audition. Send us an email um, for a time. It's ltpodmess at gmail.com, I believe.
1: Mike, you know, there's so much going on in the world. There is. Global warming, all this political stuff. We don't need you to make an acapella group, Mike. Good well, God, it's I, weird enough right now. Well, I couldn't disagree more. Really? Not, not at all. No. And why do they need gonna... to be available seven nights a week? Because well,
0: I'm serious about this. If we're going to take on, you know, Pentatonix has this market locked up, so we need to really See, get to work. <laughs> the Beatles used to re- rehearse every night. So you think? And look you... what happened
1: to them. I mean, three, two of them are dead. But you think? That you and a few other men over 30 who are available every night yeah. are going to make it. And well, there's no harm in trying. Oh, God. Anyway. The Ho-Hummers, do you like the name? The Ho-Hummers? I mean, jeez, Mike, do you even listen to music now or see what teens like? No, I don't know what teens like. Well, maybe go on YouTube. It's not that's the Ho-Hummers. It. All right, I'll, I'll Google teens and go on YouTube <laughs> if that's what you want. Anyway, Good we had Lord. quite
0: eventful weeks, it seems.
1: Yes, uh, yep, crazy weeks. But, um, well, maybe, um, maybe Mike, we should get into our segment we have. Oh, I can't wait. Because um, this week mm-hmm. is the Canadian Screen Awards. It's That's Canadian it's Screen Week, Yes. Everyone's buzzing about it. If you walk through Toronto right now, everyone's going, here, yeah, who's, who's, you know, who, when are the CSAs? People are like, CSAs? Hey, is that Gordon
0: Pinsent over there? Is that, yeah. you know, uh, is that uh, Joe Flaherty?
1: Yeah. Everyone who's anyone is in Toronto this week in the biz. That's right. And through my connections, you're welcome, I've managed to get Mike and I tickets to the Canadian Screen Awards. Yeah. For one reason networking. We're going to be shaking hands, handing out business cards and pitching projects. That's right. We each have 3 Canadian projects we're going to pitch to the big wigs we meet at the Canadian Screen Awards. So, so this segment right. is telling some of our pitches. Yeah, we're going to preview some of our pitches in this segment called
0: The Landlord and Tenant Podmess presents Pitch Perfect Canadian Style. Ah. Uh, 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 pitch perfect, Canadian style. Chica, chica.
1: And there's the theme song. Would you like to go first, James? Sure, I will. Uh, I'll go first here. So my first pitch when I corner some executive from uh, oh, I can just Canadian now. Uh, entertainment industry. I'm
0: picturing a guy with like a
1: ponytail, probably tanned as mm-hmm. hell, cocaine, smells knows. like money. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm gonna corner him. And the first pitch I'm gonna suggest. Now, now bear with me here. A lot of Canadian uh, successful TV shows have become become cartoons, right? Corner Gas had a cartoon. Trailer Park Boys. Exactly. I'm suggesting we take that idea and we go one step further into the 21st century, (laughs) century, possibly the 22nd century. (laughs) I'm suggesting a reboot of Red Green called Red Green VR. So this is the entire Red Green experience all in VR technology. Uh, wow so, exactly it's giving people across Canada not just a chance to watch red green but a chance to hear and touch and smell red green that is
0: wonderful mm. and can I ask so like you'll be able to put on some sort of uh, you know VR helmet exactly. and feel like you are immersed in the possum Lodge with red and mm-hmm. Harold and mm-hmm. all those other wonderful characters
1: absolutely from the show that's amazing that's my that's my first pitch and you get to touch him. Yes. We can uh you know, give him a noogie. <laughs> what do you think Red Green would say if you gave him a virtual noogie?
2: Hey, cut that out.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he'd say. Yep. Great. Well um here's my first pitch for uh Pitch Perfect Canadian style. I'm gonna walk up to a power player in the industry and, and corner them grab them by the lapels, and pitch this idea. It's a reality competition program. It's sort of in the tradition of the Great Canadian Bake Off, shows like that, or MasterChef Canada. It's called um, the Great Canadian Horse Haircut, and it is shot in Alberta on a ranch, and we get some of Canada's top horse barbers to come and compete to give horses the spiffiest hairdos and makeovers. I didn't know that was a job, horse barber. Yeah, horse barbers. The country is full. I mean, the rural parts of the country uh, hmm. are full of horse barbers. And uh, yeah, it'll be fun. We're going to have some celeb hosts. Um, Gordon Lightfoot is hosting. Oh, five that's yeah and we'll have some getting uh, on in age maybe ben Mulrooney will also be there cool and uh yeah haircuts on horses different challenges like a punk haircut for instance or like um look at another like uh giving a horse dreads mm. maybe yeah
1: and occasionally um, how about a part down the center now that's you never a look. see that in, with a horse you never, you never see, see, a see that horse with a part down well not until the Great Canadian Horse Haircut. Comes Seems along. like
0: that's sort of uh, overlapping with the Heartland crowd. It'll yeah, it's we're aiming for that crowd and the Wind on My Back crowd, mm. or the uh, when the uh, what's it called? How when, many ho- when horse shows the
1: are there in this country? There's more horse shows than other shows. Maybe we can pitch
0: this to some horse executives from the Canadian in- industry.
1: Um okay, well my next <laughs> pitch that I'm going to pitch to someone uh, at the big party. it's um, yeah, probably in Yorkville, right? It'll be in Yorkville. Could be in Yorkville. Yeah. Um you know, people know I'm an edgy guy. I'm a bit more I live on the wild side a little more than Mike. True. And uh my second pitch is a show I'm going to come up, come up with called Puck You.
0: <laughs> okay. And you can
1: guess what that's talking about. Uh, you know, everyone here likes hockey. They're always making hockey shows. Hockey here. is basically the most popular game in Canada. Basically, yeah. yeah. So this is an animated show where I voice a foul-mouthed puck <coughs> named Shithead. <laughs> so this is like South Park meets Hockey Night in Canada meets the Eddie Murphy Raw special, but I'm Eddie Murphy. I can. I'm feeling that. Yes, with that name. Yeah, shithead. So Ty Domi and his son could be playing themselves in it, and in, and it's about the day to day life of me, shithead, who wants nothing more than to get in the net.
0: Oh, so that's your uh, sort of super objective, exactly. Yeah, that's exciting. And does Shithead, have?
1: I hate to put you on the spot, but does he have a funny voice? Or is I'm it... workshopping it, um, well... kind of thinking, you know, uh, maybe uh, maybe something like, uh, "Hey." I'm shithead. <laughs> I'm kind of doing a Peter Griffin there. You yeah, know. well, that's
0: popular. Yes, that's you know, what I was family thinking.
1: G- family Guy's big, so if I do a, like a Peter Griffin, then then maybe this will be popular. Oh, I, well, I'd love for you to get this project
0: off the ground. Yeah, thank you. Okay, uh, my second pitch that I hope to sell this week at Canadian uh, at the Canadian Screen Awards. It is a television miniseries about the life of a famous Canadian. Mm -hmm. So it's a a bio series, I guess you'd call it. It's eight parts that tells the fantastic, amazing, and inspiring story of the life of Dan Aykroyd right okay and it's inspired by the format used in the film I'm not there which was a Bob Dylan biopic so I don't know if you're familiar with I'm not there
1: but it Definitely didn't watch it well, but it, I know about it
0: okay well it told Bob Dylan's life story in a very interesting way using about like four or five actors playing Dylan at different during different phases of his life so we're going to try and do that but but tell Danny's story so for instance We've got great actors like uh, Ryan Gosling uh, plays a young Danny, right, hmm. doing Second City right uh, here in oh, Toronto God. in the early seventies. We've got uh, SNL era Danny played by Mark Krutch. Okay, right, okay. So he'll be doing like the uh, the bassomatic and uh, oh yeah. The uh, what other characters did Danny do
1: on SNL? He'd, Jeez, the um... is the bassomatic the guy who talked like this? Who was like us? A... yeah. Hey, this Bag of Glass or whatever the heck, or Johnny
0: Bag of Glass. That was the that was a different character. The Bassomatic seems similar. No, they were. Danny is a he's a chameleon. He can do any character convincingly, and he's not just limited to doing one thing. All right, all right. Um, Just to keep going here, Ghostbusters era Danny played by Carla Collins, right? So we're it's non traditional casting. Um, gender fluid, uh, driving Miss Daisy era Danny uh, Danny played by uh, Gordon Pinsent, and current day Danny is played by Jane
1: uh, Jane Eastwood. Oh, the famous Canadian actress. Yes. Uh, wow, Mike. Do you think there's enough interest in uh, in Dan Aykroyd's life to justify an eight episode? documentary about Um, it i mean mean, surely this could be you know done in half an hour or something i couldn't disagree more i think there's
0: enough interest for minimal minimal eight episodes if not you know 16 if not uh you know 32 the list the the number of episodes is endless because Mm -hmm. canadians have an insatiable appetite for dan Aykroyd.
1: all right okay very cool okay now it's my last pitch I've got, I'm have got up to my last pitch here for Great. the Canadian Screen Awards. And it's a show idea I have called Saskatoon Pervert. Wow. Yes. Now, it sounds weird, but people from Saskatchewan will get this one. Okay. This is about a person in Saskatoon who isn't a fan of the Rough Riders.
2: Oh! Get it? Because
1: so, there's everyone loves the Rough Riders so there. A- so if you don't like them, you're weird. So he's not like a... Like a like a bedroom pervert,
0: yeah, that too. Oh, and you'll explore that in yeah. the in the series. Great. Uh, my third and final uh, Canadian pitch is a variety show. Now we used to, Canada used to have like the Tommy Hunter show. Uh, we used to have, uh, I mean, there's Haw in America, mm-hmm. and this is a show sort of inspired by those. It's called Kevin O'Leary's Laughter Bank. You're familiar with Kevin O'Leary, the uh, Shark Tank and Dragon's Den
1: star? We've jammed together. Oh,
0: really? Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. He's always playing that guitar of his on uh, business news reports. That's right. And it's excellent when he does that. Uh, Anyway, it's an old-fashioned variety show that has Kevin O'Leary as the host. You know, Canada loves him. They call him Mr. Wonderful. And Kevin's going to be doing sketches and songs and and welcoming some of Canada's top talent to join in on all the fun. Have you ever heard him sing, uh, Kevin O'Leary?
1: I have. It's it's
0: beautiful Irish mm -hmm. tenor. Mm -hmm. And he can sing songs and do sketches about, you know investing. Uh,
1: yeah. That's money. En- There's not enough comedy about the world of finance and it's pr- an untapped thing. There's guys like me, high rollers who, you know, we don't want to watch comedy about it. some sitcom about a stand-up. Right. Let's see some comedy from us. Uh, you want a bald guy who
0: owns a lot of guitars and is mm-hmm. very wealthy. And yes. Uh, yeah.
1: Love it. Okay. Excellent. Well, well th- that was pitch. Perfect. Canadian
0: style. Wish us luck. Listeners. Hopefully, you'll be seeing some of these ideas
1: on the uh, screen soon. Um, Okay, well, why don't we take a break, Mike, and come back with our guest. Sure.
0: And welcome back to the show, everybody. It's time for our guest...
1: Yes, and we're uh, we're really excited to have her on the pod. She lives in the building, right, Michael? She lives in the
0: building, although a lot of people wouldn't know this because she's as, often as quiet as a church mouse. Her name is Aurora Brown. Hi.
3: Hello, Aurora. Welcome to our show. Oh, my God. You guys, I'm so excited to be out of my apartment and, oh. and, and here with you. It's so it's nice, nice to have you. you.
0: Now, before we go any further, um, you are what is known as an ASMR uh, Art, expert? or artist, b- artist? artist. Artist. ASMR artist,
3: yeah. ASMR artist. Yeah, which I guess is, you know, where the quiet thing comes in. <laughs> right. Um, I make videos that I put out on my YouTube channel. And um, first of all, I guess I should tell people what, ASMR mm-hmm. means. I guess like there's still a lot of people who don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It stands for auto sensory meridian response, hmm. and it's basically it a sounds fan- like a sci-fi movie. I know, yeah. right? It's it's just a fancy way of saying people who get tingles from soft voices. There's like hmm. people will have wow. these these reactions in their body to like a sound or to a visual cue. And there's a huge ASMR community online and I'm part of it. And I make videos for people and I, you know, have subscribers and I put Mm. out my videos and as you alluded to before, they are all very quiet. I, I work really hard to make sure that they're quiet. Right. My apartment is quiet. There's no sound that goes you know, that crosses the walls from other units to me.
1: So you've soundproofed the apartment. I
3: have. Hmm. um, I hope it's up to code, but... um, Oh, I don't pay attention to the code. Oh, good. Don't worry.
0: I hope it, you know, if you did soundproof your apartment, I hope it's all, you know, flame,
3: uh, retardant materials. Oh, there's a lot of egg cartons. Okay. Um, They work really, really well. You know, like I started off with just my own blankets that you hang over the windows and then I ended up going out to like a set sale at like a film company and they had oh. all these like sound blankets and I was like, perfect, sound blankets. So I got those and I hung those up over the walls as well. So first the windows were covered and then the walls as well. And then I added, started adding other layers of sound blankets, even over the door. Like the door has its own little set so I can open. Right. Yeah. Then I started putting a layer of egg cartons over that. And then um, a friend of mine had been really into crafting and then she just dropped it so i got all of her like cotton batting stuffing stuff. So now that's wow. another layer. So i've gotten pretty quiet.
1: Well, it sounds like quite a bachelorette pad too. I mean, that's that's <laughs> a lot of decoration. <laughs> as well, right? Probably a cool yeah. look all those padding are on the walls. Yeah,
3: and... it's um you know, i feel it's a very safe mm. kind of look. It sounds like you
0: could bash your head against the wall and not um injure yourself. I have. It's so soft.
3: Yes, it's true. I have. Bashed my head and not injured myself. So well, I'm, it's
1: I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. So ASMR is it, it so so you would be speaking in the voice you're speaking with now. And and if any of our listeners are have ASMR, would they be feeling tingly?
3: Well this is my outside voice. Oh, that sorry, i speaking with actually. sorry. Oh. I hope it's not too I don't even know if some of my subscribers would even recognize this because like wow. I yeah, no, this is my very loud voice. Um do you want me
2: to, I, to I would do it? Maybe I have ASMR. Oh, okay. What you try that. Well,
3: I don't know. Uh, yeah, oh. um, okay. I mean, wow, this is kind of... I don't normally do it. No pressure? Of the, no, you know, no, no, yeah. no. It's good. It's good. Um, I mean, you should maybe you should put the headphones on so you can really hear it because okay. I'm going to be speaking very quietly, but with ASMR, when you listen to it, you have your headphones in and it's in your ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I'm just a little nervous. No, okay. no, no. i
1: um, no, sorry. I don't yeah. have my...
3: So, okay. 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 Um, you just uh, give me give me a suggestion of a topic that I could talk about.
1: Um, Mike, uh, what do you
0: think? Um, Well, you usually talk about the gym. That's your favorite subject. Absolutely,
1: going to the gym.
3: Okay. So we're gonna do. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do a little role play. Mm -hmm. That's a really big thing in ASMR. Is that I pretend I'm a person talking to the camera, and then I endow you. I'm using a little bit of improv terminology here. Endow you. You're gonna be. So I'm gonna talk to you as if you're a person. Coming to register for the gym. Okay. 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 Okay, here we go.
4: Oh, hello. Welcome to Neighborhood Gym. Is this your first time here?
0: You don't.
3: Answer. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow! Oh, I can I'm, keep going. That's just the, that yeah. w-
1: I did like that. I'm picturing this gym and I like it. It's a. Really- it would be. It would be a wild gym if if that did happen. You know.
3: I mean, I have been to places like there's a spa in Quebec where like they have quiet areas and you're not supposed to talk. And really? I was like, amazing. But you know, like you could go through the whole gym. That's a beautiful thing about ASMR. It doesn't matter what it's about. It's just you know you're just it doesn't really matter what you're talking about. You wow. can talk about anything as long. As you're talking about it In a very quiet I don't mean to challenge you But even
0: the Like for instance The American Civil War You could do a (laughs) Or the Vietnam War You know Basically warfare in general You could do an ASMR
3: Oh that's a really good challenge Uh, For the history buff Let let me see Like how I could How I could talk about that Okay Um, Okay
4: Okay Men So We're going up Over the ridge As soon as the general Gives the order So I want everybody to carefully check over their rifles and um, their ammunition. And also to please make sure that you have dry boots, because we've had a lot of issues lately with people having gangrene in their toes, and also cholera. So um, if everybody could just make sure that they uh, are clean and dry, is clean and dry, and then we are going to go and we're going to kill some Confederates. I want you to shoot them through the eye if you can, um, because there's a bounty on Confederates with their eyes shot out. And also, we're going to um, make sure that we free all the indentured slaves because freedom is very important.
3: So, just like that—that's amazing.
0: Wow. That was amazing. Bravo! And also, I'd like to give you extra points for. Uh, being a soldier on the right side of history.
3: Oh, thank you. Because that
0: could have been an ASMR soldier who was, you know, a a Confederate.
3: Well, you know, ASMR. Like I say, it doesn't matter what it's about, but I do try to educate people through my ASMR. You wow. know, and just Noble. like just bring them, you know. So while they're relaxing, it just kind of they just kind of think about some things, maybe from like. An woke perspective that they haven't thought about before,
1: right? Mm -hmm. Is the ASMR community a woke community generally, or are there rogue ASMRs who?
3: Oh, it's definitely a you know it's a slice of society like any Mm. other
1: for sure, and there
3: have been a lot of um, controversy controversies, sorry, (laughs) Uh, controversies lately about you know is ASMR too sexual? Because there's always people, you know, like right. you aim the camera so that your whole face doesn't show because you want to com- preserve your anonymity and then of course mm. it's focused on your boobs and people mm. get really into that and oh you get really weird, re- you know, requests or people saying, can you like suck on a lollipop or something? Mm. And, and that's, that is can, that a thing? That's a real thing? The, well, it can be a, like a real ASMR experience. People sucking on a, like a lozenge or something mm. gives it incredible. That's one of my favorite sounds. But then when you suddenly realize like, oh my God, the last 10 videos I've done, I've been sucking on a cylindrical object oh, and God. Uh, you feel really humiliated. And you know, there's children out there who do ASMR when they get like, it's a big, it's a big deal. Actually, <laughs> well,
0: I just like to assure you now, if I ever do look at a video of someone sucking a, or suckling a lollipop, I'll make sure it's a man. Cause I don't want to add to this problem. And James, will you make the vow as well?
1: I mean, I guess. I all mean, right. All right. I okay, will. Okay,
3: but I mean if, if you're objectifying the man as well, like well, it's that's better.
1: a point Mike. It's well, it's 2019. All right. Well then I
0: I will have how's this? Two screens going and one will be a man suckling a lollipop, the other will be a woman eating a popsicle maybe.
3: Hey, yeah, I mean if it's all about just the sound for you, then that's you know what's in your heart and in your brain and in Thank your you. ears. Um yeah, you know, you just I think you know what, like you can't stop people from interpreting stuff. It's just mm, like, right. do they have to write that comment? I know ASMR artists who've like gone off, like really? just like gone off YouTube because they couldn't handle it. You have to have a really thick skin in this world. My wow. God, this business of ASMR.
1: Do ASMR um, YouTubers, I guess, do they have meetups? Like, do you have friends you meet up with and have these you know quiet chats with?
3: Well, I we do meet up online. I mean, mm. to be totally honest, I haven't actually I don't leave the building. Oh. Um and this is actually the first time I've been out of the apartment in oh, I want to say like 3 weeks because I wow. went down to do I went down to do laundry. Um so I personally haven't met up with and it's mm. not really a community that lends itself to you know, big meetups. You know, like the Flat Earth Society or something. They get right. together all the time. It's great, right. and they're um, probably loud, loud mouths yeah, as well, yeah. right? But you know, it is a really personal. I mean, I'm sure that there's people who like have friendships and stuff like that. And I certainly have people I write to, and we write back and forth and trade tips yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but it's it's more of an like an individual, solitary experience, really. Right. Hmm. So, but you know, yeah. it's
1: it's funny imagining an ASMR convention, though. Imagine it's <laughs> very quiet, and instead of music, it's comforting noises—crinkling paper being piped yeah. in through the PA yeah. system.
3: You know when that person who wants to save the rainforest comes to your high school, and they make you do the thing where, like, the sound of a rain a rainstorm in the rainforest, and they start up by getting everybody to like do this with their fingers. Yeah. yeah, it just never gets above the first stage. Wow. Really, you know, we never get to the clapping and stomping stage. It's just all the
1: kind of thing. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Exciting. ASMR. So, um, so you have a number of videos. You were saying
3: I have twenty seven hundred and oh. whoa twenty seven thirty seven videos. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, because I just
3: I like the two sevens happen. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> um, I just do most. You know, like. I do like at least one video a day for sure. And then if it's like a day when I'm really inspired or like, you know, the groceries got delivered that day or something, or like I got something new in the mail and I can like anything that I can like unpeel or unbox, anything like that, like video, just a video. Sometimes I'm just lying there just thinking about stuff. I can just make a quick video. and
0: And do you have a favorite noise? And if that's too personal, you don't have to answer. Oh the no, question. no,
3: it's okay. I've talked about this already on on my videos. Um, um, one of my favorite sounds, as far as voices, the favorite sounds that I enjoy, the favorite voice I enjoy, are like an older woman, like a woman who's oh. maybe seventy, Me too. Yeah. who's got and um, who's got like a bit of a low voice, but she has she's been explaining library stuff maybe for a long time. Like there were these mm-hmm. librarians when I was growing up, I would just go to the library all the time. So there's, you know, just just to listen to them. But as far as like noises. Like a, sorry, do you mean like a B. Arthur type? Like, uh. Mm, mm, she, I found a little sports? much. She, like her okay. voice was a little, uh, it hurt my ears. Um, so more like, um, a little bit softer, obviously. Okay. And um, somebody who's sucking on
1: a lozenge. There's always an old woman with, like with a cold or something, or she's yes. like sucking on a, a lozenge. Women love hard candy. Yeah, lozenges. they
3: really that? do. Yeah. And always suckling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like I would always, I would always go to the library, especially the library in my school. You know, like it was a real safe place, and. Um, uh you know Mrs Salo she was there and she was she had like she was such a kind person and she always had a lozenge, mm. and she would read books and she didn't hit anybody mm. and you know that's that good. was yeah it was really good I, it was good for me
0: and um That wouldn't be a good smart video uh, an old woman smacking a kid that sound it wouldn't be a good uh, No I'm saying
1: it would that's a good I'm point saying, Mike, no, that's, a good point, yeah, Mike. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point so are, yeah, you, no. are are you imagining a woman sort of like this if I may try Oh, are you going to check that book out? Was that it? Oh.
3: I won't lie. I just got the beginnings Whoa. of a tingle, kind of. I mean, like, that was, you know, like, a, it was quite loud. Like, that was a... You oh, have to sorry. really bring it down, for sure. I did but that was not it. enjoy that
1: at all. was Oh, give me a break, Mike, because you don't have ASMR. But,
3: well. you know, but that's the thing. Like, maybe it might, might not be a voice that's right for you, but maybe it's a sound, right? Like, I actually brought Ooh. some props with me today. Ooh. So maybe... Show and tell. Yeah. um, Some people really like... Uh, the sound of crinkling So yeah If you want to just like Turn up again So this is the sound Of paper crinkling Oh mm. So there's that. Sometimes people really like that. When I do unboxing videos, when there's like a lot of packing paper, like there, there are some people who just like, you can tell they've watched it like 10 times in a day. Wow. Um, then there's always like, metal Some is not always the best because it's like a bit of a hard sound, but I brought I'm these. thinking
0: of Metallica. I'm thinking of uh,
3: Iron Maiden. Right. I'm thinking know? of actual literal metal. So oh. I brought some jewelry here and I'm just going to just clang it together. Hang on a second. So that's not like a wind chime, but it's in that family stuff. And some people just like, like that. It's in the family. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, a real, uh, winner with the kids these days, like, as you know, like everybody and their dog has an unboxing video. Like even if they're not doing ASMR, sometimes it's just like, Hey, let's look at this. Cardboard is one of the, it's the star of the ASMR world. Like it's kind of amazing. Yeah. I
1: I honestly, I didn't even think cardboard made a noise.
3: You wouldn't think so. But when you slow down and really pay attention to all the small moments of your life, which is what ASMR, I think is it's really about intention and like, Mm -hmm. you know, being present in your life, you can get so much pleasure out of a box. Like I'll just give you like, just the voice, just, this is just the sound of me handling the box, just turning it over and over. So that's like when I first get a package, I'm kind of turning it around. And then there's uh, a scraping kind of tapping noise. And Hmm. I can't even do that for too long because people like watching or listening to your podcast, like they'll probably like fall asleep. And I don't want to put your listeners asleep. That's James's job. Oh, (laughs) very funny, Mike.
0: (laughs) Now seeing you handle all those props, um, Mm. it's like you're like um. I mean, this is a compliment, like a one-woman band because you've got everything going on. You're doing it all yourself. It's 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 marvelous.
3: Well, thank you, thank you for that. I do put a lot of work into my my videos, and it is just me, you know, doing them. And I do a lot of um, work about like making the concept for each one, and then like gathering props from right. things that I can find, you know, places in the building that mm-hmm. I can find. Uh, Like maybe I go through something somebody's put down in the garbage or like I just go down to the laundry room. You go through people's garbage. Oh, yeah. There's like, you know, like one person's trash is another person's ASMR treasure. Uh, Do all ASMR artists root through the trash? I don't know. Um, Hmm. Maybe some people get new things. Everybody has their kind of like their focus. Fair enough.
1: May may I ask, have you ever um, sort of seen an object and thought, ooh, that could be a good ASMR thing? And then you tried it and you were like, Nope. (laughs) <laughs> that didn't work out.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Um let me think back. You know, there was um there was a cat.
0: Oh, no, here we go. And I
3: thought, you know, why don't more people do cat ASMR videos? Well, that's combining two huge internet things. Yeah. yeah. And I thought no brainer. Mm. And I thought, you know, like the kitty will be there and the kitty will like have a nap and I'll scratch it and there'll be the scratching of the sound and then it'll purr and there'll be the right. purring sound. And I don't know, that cat, he just didn't want, I think he had an issue with being touched because he, yeah. you know, when I, when I grabbed him and took him into my apartment, he just, he, res, he was scratching a lot. And... It wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't great because I, my hands were, by the time I actually got the camera set up and everything, you know, and like, and I had him kind of, you know, um, fixed or, you know, not fixed, but like, you know, I wonder what sound that would make to contained. fix Well, cat. he made very Ugh. loud noises. He was not down with the ASMR train, and my hands were all kind of bloody at that point. So mm-hmm. I did put it out there, but there were a lot of people who were disturbed, and they kept saying things like, you stole that cat, and he's you not your <laughs> yeah. cat, and mm. so I didn't pursue that.
0: So was it, just to be clear, was this cat, did it have an owner, or was it a, you know, a stray? Did it Was it tagged? It oh, it wasn't a, a stray.
3: No, it was like um, from somebody down the hall. Oh, okay. I could hear the cat scratching behind the door, and I was like... I'll just see if it's open, and it was, and so I just like took the cat, and I returned right. the cat. Like
1: there was oh. no issue with that; the well, cat was fine.
0: That's the most important thing. Yeah,
1: you know, Aurora, I do think in this building, um, it's it's kind of a Mad Max, take what you can zone. I don't live in the building; I live uh, in my own place. Mm. Um, obviously, I just I just am the landlord, um, but I think when you're in a building, this um, how can we put it, Mike? Uh, run down and uh, derelict. sketchy, derelict, that yeah. it is kind of like, hey, you want to see if a door's open and grab something? Why not? I mean,
3: it is my home, and I don't mm-hmm. want to say no bad offense. things about my mm-hmm. neighbors, or th- mm. but there are some, like, there have been times I've wondered, like, should I go to the landlord or the super, whoever, no. with, like, these noise issues, but, you know, I just put another layer of, like, you know, some insulation around the house, and that just yeah. cuts right down on it.
1: I feel like if you have... you. you by how much insulation you have in your apartment, it's probably cutting into your square footage. Because, you know, you got some big wide walls there. Uh, thick.
3: That's true. I do have very thick walls and it gets But you know Is it's Is it just hard to move me.
1: around in there or Um
3: I have a pathway laid out. Fair enough. Uh so I just I just stick to that and mm. um you know how much room does one person really need? Like, there's people in New York living in literal closets, so, <laughs> micro homes. Yeah, yeah micro apartments.
0: It's so, it's a thing.
3: Yeah, and I can get. You know, I have so much stuff. Like, I have a lot of room. I have more room mm. than a lot of people in the world. And like I said, the pathways are kind of laid out, and they, you know, I have one that goes to the kitchen, and one goes to my room, and then one goes through, and then so like it's really organized. I mm. have everything piled off to the side so I can move around. Well, if,
1: if it works for ants. Yeah, (laughs) it works. Work for us.
3: Yeah, (laughs) I I? do have ants. Really? Yeah. Oh,
1: everyone in the building has ants. Oh, sure. Or do you mean as a pet or just in the in your apartment?
3: Uh, They're more like friends. Oh. They just kind of arrived and... and do you want to make a noise that you can record? <laughs> well, actually, I have... they little feet. I recently got a really incredible microphone. Mm. Um, it was such a great day because like it came from Amazon, and then I got to unbox the microphone, and then I got to use the microphone, so it was all great. And this microphone, like... Um, I'm told that it's on par with the ones that they use when they're filming Planet Earth. And wow. um, it's a really sensitive microphone. So I ended up like putting it down on the desk and just putting granulated sugar all over it. And lo and behold, those wow. ants, they came all over. I i mean, they hmm. arrived right. um, and they they <laughs> would, crawled all over hmm. it. And it was amazing, oh the noise. Goodness. It was a really subtle sound. Wow. But really beautiful. And there are a few subscribers that I have who say it's their favorite video. Hey, Mike,
1: um, I've got a good joke. Uh, Ask me if uh, ants make a noise. James, do ants make a noise? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Mine does. It's, uh, oh, oh, your uncle drinks too much. (laughs) Just doing a bit of a. I'd like to apologize, Aurora, for James's. ASMR people have senses of humor come on of course we do oh yeah. my god
3: I do funny videos all the time there's some very really? funny people are there ASMR comedians like uh, oh wow ASMR stand up ASMR stand up um, there like... is one guy and he, <laughs> he lives in Arizona and he does mm. do stand up he's a little bit on the fringe you know like he does things like right. alien abduction ASMR oh wow um, or like a post apocalyptic ASMR and he did also like a stand up series and but it's hard because you want to laugh but you don't want to laugh too loud you know like I've, right. I've really oh, yeah. conditioned myself now. I, I never speak above this very loud tone that I have right now, you know, like I try right. to keep it down, but you know, cause you just never know um, when you're going to need to make a
1: recording. I guess it'd be like, um, can you believe how many Starbucks there are? And then in the crowd, it would just be like, ha. Ah.
0: Yeah, or yeah. like I'm, I'm imagining now. Just go, go with me on this journey. I'm imagining Rodney Dangerfield if he was still with us, if he uh, was an ASMR comedian, and I think he would say, "I don't get any respect," mm. and he'd crinkle um, mm. some tissue paper on stage. Oh, I,
3: but I think that would be great. But then he would get respect because actually the ASMR community is so supportive. Right? He just can't win. He, he and then we'd be like, "You can win. You're a you're an amazing <laughs> person." Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: You do
1: wonder if um if this ASMR thing you know continues to infiltrate other parts of life because 5 years ago I had never heard about ASMR. Mm-hmm. Had you like when did you realize you were an ASMR fan? um
3: I realized uh, that I was an ASMR fan um, right after. Let's see, I finished school and, um, you know, whole new world kind of mm. thing, and I was um, feeling really down. Um, my parents had just died, um, mm. and mm. Uh, so I just tried making one just to share it, and um, just because I was like, I just like whispering, and then I like got into the whole community. And I mean, you ask like do we get together, we don't, but I did start making like pen pals and mm. friends and stuff, and I just found you know it was a hard winter i felt like it was one of those winters like where there was a whole lot of you know like um what are they called the polar vortexes, and like oh, no yeah, nobody was going outside because it was so cold, and I'm very happy to I just found I was really happy to stay inside and mm. and ever since then, I've just mostly um Concentrated on on making videos, and that's what I do full time.
0: And so you do it full time. Can I ask? And mm-hmm. you're, you're, they they say to never talk about money during a podcast, but I'm going to break that rule. Do you make money? Do you support yourself? Uh, how much money are we talking?
3: Well, I'm. I wish I should say I am supported because, like I said, they're a very supportive community. Um, YouTube mm-hmm. has, you know, they have looked to like demonetize, you know, people's channels. But um, uh, I do have a Patreon page uh, that people are okay. are welcome to come and like make donations because it helps defray the costs of you know ordering stuff from Amazon all the right. time and mm-hmm. like all the the very expensive microphones and you know all that kind of stuff. So people do make like donations, it. and it's about like I guess I would say like it's about two hundred thousand a year.
1: What? Okay, my god, two hundred thousand.
3: Something like that. I mean it like it's very it money too. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh my god, Mike, maybe you should do this. I mean I should start just this-
0: banging stuff. Oh my God. Why don't you
4: give it a, give it a shot right now.
1: I'm too shy. No, no,
0: do it. Great at this. Well, at least give me a a premise. Sure. To make my ASMR debut with.
3: Okay. You know what? I'll give you like a super easy. Um, this is such a standard one. I'm sure you'll have No problem. Okay. I'm going out for like a night on the town and I need, um, I need, uh, some glamorous makeup. So you do like a role play. You're doing my glamorous makeup.
0: So I'm doing your makeup. for Glamorous
3: night in the town. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um,
3: <clears> and mind. I won't say anything, right. like because of course there's never any response. It's just a person, but I'll just look at you and right. like you can, you know, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, can I be in New York City? Sure. Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: Why New York City? It's I don't know. I just it just came to my mind. Um, SMR
3: is a very free art form. Okay. You Sorry, can make no it whatever judgment. you like. I mean, yeah.
0: So okay, here I go. Hey, it's great to see you. Um, it's exciting that you're going on a big date tonight. You're going to see a Broadway show. Uh, you're going to see come from away so you n- need to look your best because you never know who's going to uh, be in there, potential love interest I'm going to put some lipstick on your face now I'm going to put it on your top lip now now the bottom lip I'm going to put a big smudge of lipstick on you now here comes the eye um, here comes mascara I'm going to put it all over your eye now your other eye and now Here's a blush that goes on your cheek now. You look beautiful now. Can I be your date for Come From Away? I ended it with the makeup artist uh, asking, my, you uh, know,
1: that's that's you, a bit And I'm calling answers, the police yeah. right now, okay. Mike. That was <laughs> really creepy.
0: That you know, I, mean, I don't know much about makeup, so I was just sort of making making it up as I went along.
3: I mean, maybe a makeup artist would be able to tell the difference, but I thought you did so fantastic. I'm
1: going to say, Mike, because Mike, in my opinion, has to fight against the, I, you know, the, the impression that he's creepy. And I'm going to say... That's not true. Well, I'm yeah. just going to say if you do it again, Mike, maybe don't differentiate between top lip and bottom lip. I don't know why, but that one felt weird to Isn't hear. Isn't that Did what makeup artists... Too? To me. To me.
3: I mean, you do oh. do them one at a time, but <sighs> there's something... Yeah. Like, there Everyone was,
0: knows that, James.
3: I mean, it was your first time, so... You it was know. my first
0: time, and I don't like to toot my own ASMR horn, but... <laughs>
3: and also, it's hard because, like, we're... Too, too. That's great. That's good. We're just on a podcast here, so you have none of the visual cues helping you out. You were just doing it because, like, visuals is a whole other world, you know. Like, right. yeah, sometimes people get into visual stuff where they would know what you're doing. And
0: do you think that we're heading towards a time where you can go to the local cineplex and say, "I'll have one for the ASMR movie," and then sit down, and it's you know a Marvel or a you know DC movie. It's a full pack theater, and it's an ASMR movie.
3: I hope so um I mean it's funny because I was listening to you guys like pitch your TV shows mm-hmm. thank you and uh, I mean right now it is kind of the wild west of like ASMR because it's just out on YouTube but I think that if somebody with vision like really really had some guts that they wanted to invest in it first of all I think your show about grooming horses is a gold mine because thank that you. That visual alone, like just the sound of, of, you know, like snipping snipping and the, hmm, the shears and the horse. (sighs) Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you could have ASMR versions of everything just the way they have, like, you know, they have interpreters, you know, like for deaf people, you could have like the AS it's, it's like a foreign language film, but it's like the ASMR language film and you just have everything like. People have colds a lot. There's a lot of sewing. There's a lot of makeup putting on. There's people getting packages, but maybe the packages are like really emotional. And it's just all super quiet and super relaxing and here is the money-making part of it because people always watch videos again and again people love to come back to a specific video because it makes them fall asleep and they fall asleep before the end so they never know what the end is and they'll just like see that movie so many times like each person like once a night for sure they'll come see that movie that's
1: a good money making idea even remaking classic films as you know as asmr movies that's crazy imagine imagine uh, finding Forrester
2: you're all the man now dog
1: mm-hmm. you know ransom
2: give me back my son
1: Yes.
3: Um, Honestly, like Liam Neeson, when he's on the phone, anytime I'm like, girl, you are so close to being an ASMR star. And they like, did you see like they sometimes have people like they try their ASMR and they're kind of making fun of it. Mm. But like Margot Robbie whispering into a video and stuff Mm. like that. Like I think the limit is just like, and especially now with streaming, now that Netflix has really opened up and people can stay in their homes instead of actually going out into the world to see a movie with all those kind of problems that come with that. You can actually stay in your living room, stay, Stay in your house, stay in your safe space with your walls that are safe, that are that are really soft, that nobody can you know make a noise, nobody can hear you, you can't hear anybody, and you can just watch a movie that way. Wow.
1: I, I look forward to this future that we're heading towards. Mm-hmm. Is there a rival group who enjoy yelling oh. the same way you enjoy pleasant, quiet noises? Oh, I'm sure
3: there are. I mean, like, you know... I mean, you know, you can, you can listen to people regardless of content. So I don't know how you would find them for content, but I think like there do, there are people who love watching, you know, I mean, heck, heck, the whole internet is filled with like, you think you're the only person who likes something, That's true. at least a thousand people are going to like it. And I actually have an algorithm that cuts out any, uh, videos that are, above a certain volume. So I don't okay, actually know if those videos okay. are out there.
0: Then you must hate that guy who lives on the eighth floor. I call him Screaming Simon. He's not online, but he's <laughs> certainly in the building. and He's always screaming and yelling and stomping around.
3: I When I first moved into the building, I don't know if you remember this, but I actually mm. sent you a letter saying I'd really love to move because I was on the same floor as that guy. And I... Mm. Uh, that was right after my dad died. And, um, oh, man. Um... He was so loud, and it was him actually. But you know, I have to be thankful because it was him that pushed me to really get the, the, um, the egg cartons, and that was a real leap for me. Screaming it
1: was Simon pushed you to get the egg cartons. Well, I,
3: I was trying really hard. I mean, like the blankets, I could move those really oh. easily. But then it was like it's like oh, I just need to order more eggs from the grocery delivery person, and then they would arrive with the eggs, and I would right. cook the eggs and just eat like you know like fifty eggs or whatever, and sure, then I would have yeah. all those cartons. And so it As took me a while, and I was. I had a lot of I had a lot of muscle during that part because I was eating it so much
0: It reminds me of protein. Rocky Balboa when he's you know <laughs> uh, eating raw eggs, getting ready for his boxing
3: matches. Oh, I've never seen that movie. It's you well, too you loud. might not like
0: it, It's probably louder than ringing it's, bell. Yeah, um, you know, and that Italian <laughs> sort of uh, energy he projects very yeah.
3: loud. I'm, s- I'm sorry, i just I have to. I get a bit of a headache when you talk about dinging bells. That's one of my
1: triggers. Oh, so. I'm sorry. You,
0: on, if you need to lie down or uh, <laughs> anything, let us know.
1: Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Wow. Oh. Am, I the, am I the only person that I'm... I am I can not even phased by screaming Simon anymore? Because, you know, I come in and it's like, oh, hey, Simon, and he just goes, you know, ah, screams. And because I'm you live like, loud also. I'm a high-octane guy. I guess that's it. You know, all due respect to you, Aurora, I'm probably the, the complete opposite. I'm all about, you know, living life to the fullest, being... Uh, I take brain pills, I take steroids, I do extreme sports, um... Uh, When I'm not doing Parched March, I'm drinking Gatorade, morning, noon, and night. Um, So, you know, while I respect it's for you, maybe, I I mean, if there is an opposite, maybe that's something I would be interested in. Yeah. Something just extreme.
3: Well, you know, if you want to, I mean, you have all this equipment right now. You could Mm -hmm. just like make your own, you must have a camera on your phone. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, like put it out there and see what happens. Mm.
0: We should have a competition to see who, uh, whose videos get more hits your screaming ones are my uh, ASMR makeup artist.
3: Actually, I have a... There's a subreddit <laughs> that you should investigate if you like loud things. Okay. It's called Clagane Bowl. Clagane Bowl. You'll
1: have to Bowl. say that... Sorry, what?
3: Clagane Bowl.
1: What is that?
3: It is a subreddit that is devoted to the eventual and anticipated showdown between the brothers Clagane, Sandor, and... Um, Oh my God, I forgot this. Oh, uh, oh, uh, Gregor? Gregor. Is
1: that them? Yeah, great. The Sandor and Gregor, the hound yeah, and, his, in the and the, the mountain. mountain.
3: Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of yelling and air horns on those mm-hmm. things. I only know, I I saw like a video of somebody watching the video. So I didn't actually see the video. I just like watched a reaction video of it mm-hmm. and had the volume way turned down. But I do know that there's a lot of air horns and a lot of yelling. Okay. So maybe that's like uh, uh, something that you should enjoy. I will check it out. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, spoiler alert. I forget. I'm caught up on Game of Thrones. I forget. Are they both still alive? Yes. Because I feel like the hound was like dying by a tree and Arya left him, but he's still alive? He's still alive. Oh my God. Yes, he came back. Oh, right. in the mountain's like a zombie. The mountain's a zombie now. Spoiler alert. They actually
3: did meet, but it was like everybody oh, was around and they didn't God. fight. So everybody was like, is that going to happen? So,
0: oh, um, that's coming up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mike, do you watch Game of
0: Thrones? Um... Do I watch Game of Thrones? No, I don't. The only uh, fantasy movie or show that I recognize is Willow. And so when everyone's going on about Game of Thrones, past
3: Willow. Oh my God! You know what? Actually, maybe you'll be changed. I actually have a whole series of videos where I was just reading the script of fantasy movies, but in a whisper, whisper. like with all the 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 stage directions and everything. And maybe you would really get into them. You know, like the whispering would kind of bring you over into the fantasy side of things. If you did Willow, I would I would listen and
0: watch it immediately.
3: Consider it done. What is?
0: Why did you get stuck on Willow? What is it about Willow? I, as you know, Val a huge Kilmer, Warwick Davis fan, pardon me. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, uh, Warwick Davis, and all those other famous actors who are in Willow. I love them so much. And I just want to point
3: story. out that you can't remember the women's names.
0: There was Billy Barty? Mrs. Willow? Or is that a Billy, different. I don't know who that is. Billy Barty, may he rest in peace. I'm oh. not sure if he's in Willow, but <laughs> there are so many amazing women actors in Willow that. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous you'd even ask me to, to name even one of them. Oh, I didn't
3: actually ask you. I just well, pointed out that you great. hadn't. Yeah. Then we
0: were both on the same page. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. Do you have... Are there... Now, I love gossip. I love when people are at loggerheads. Do you have a rival in the ASMR world? Uh, you know, <sighs> someone who really gets under your skin and starts scratching
3: around. It? Oh, I see what you did there. <sighs> Okay, Um, I don't, since you asked directly, I will talk about it, but I generally don't acknowledge her Mm. because I, well, it's just, I feel like, uh, I feel bad because like, first of all, I don't want to discourage anybody from making videos, right? Like Mm -hmm. the ASMR community, as I said, is full, fully supportive and also, there's the whole thing that like you can make the exact same video as another person, but your voice is just different. So somebody listens to somebody else; they don't like it, but they listen to you doing a similar subject. You know, like you know, like an eyeshadow tutorial or something basic like that, and mm-hmm. and they just like your voice. But there is an ASMR practitioner, I don't really want to call her an artist because she has literally copied every single video Ooh. that I have put out for the last eighteen months. Ooh. Every time I put out a video, she does no research of her own. She just goes and basically does the exact same video. And I do of course, like it's a really open feel, but um Do you want to slap her
0: like without-
3: That would be really noisy and involve me leaving my house. I don't want to do that. But I do wish that people would just like stop listening to her because she has, well, she has a lot of subscribers and, um, and now she has more than me.
1: Oh my God. I'm sorry. This is like a joke thief joke thief the um, Frank, yeah. Frank D'Angelo, D'Angelo film. movie he covered it on that too I don't know if you're familiar with him yeah um, that's that have so been eclipsed by Ooh. a an imposter yeah maybe that's uh, sad. maybe you got a lawyer up here Aurora you know oh sue the pants off this woman
3: you know that actually gives me an idea I could do a lawyer like who are the people who article with lawyers like their clerks and mm. stuff like yeah. I could I could do a whole thing where I'm looking through the case law. I could get those books. Oh, yeah. Rather than going out and spending the money and, you know, taking the trouble to, like, go downtown and have a meeting or something, I could just, like order those books online, they could come, there's an unboxing, I could do it, mm-hmm. and then I could, like, find the relevant case law, dress up as a lawyer, put on the glasses, and dress up that corner of my apartment like it's a law office. I'm hooked already. I, and, like, I watch a lot of The Good Wife, so I know.
1: Oh, I watch that, too. Oh, my God, I love so that show good. so much. I have a bit of a crush on, uh, oh, my God, Kal- uh, Kalinda. <sighs> Me too Me too Yeah Oh my god Talk about drama There was
3: a lot of like Talk about like Why did she leave that show Like was there some Actual Well the rumors
1: are Her and Juliana Margulies Did not get along I know But it wasn't really clear Like who's the asshole Of that Very true And supposedly In the last episode They did a scene together And they weren't even both there They weren't
3: even both there And you could kind of tell And it's like Mm -hmm. I don't know That's really weird
0: Thank you listeners For uh, joining us today On uh, TV Talk The podcast Where we talk about Game of Thrones and The Good Wife only.
1: Mike. not everyone's only interested what? in, uh, you know, Thomas Hardy novels or whatever it is you read. Give us a break, man. He's a very popular author, but anyway. Uh, sorry for that. Outburst. Good Wife is great. And uh, how about Christine Baranski, by the way? Too?
3: <gasps> she's amazing. I mean, she's a bit strident, for sure, mm-hmm. but she's amazing. Yeah,
0: You have to, like... Um Turn down the volume when she's on the screen because she's so loud and like uh, yeah yeah I
3: mean I just cool. generally do with network television especially cuz the way like right. you know like you're going along watching a show you know like maybe it's David Attenborough talking about migration yes. patterns and then suddenly there's a commercial and it's like 5 times as loud and at volume this point my eardrums are so yeah. sensitive um, I mean that's why I have the glass between me and you guys right now.
1: So um. Yeah, we didn't we weren't sure if we should mention yeah, that
0: Yeah, it was touchy but yeah, Aurora is encased in a uh, portable glass booth on wheels, I yeah, guess is the way you yeah. describe
3: it. I mean it it doesn't have to be on wheels or anything but it's just like it's something that I that helped me make my corner of my living room into a studio and I just yeah. thought like hey I'm oh. only going up the elevator a few floors I'll just bring it with me and it just means that I have um for my listeners and my subscribers who might be because of course I'm going to tell them about this who might come over and like right. want to listen to this podcast that it has the same quality of sound that they're used to
0: It's weird because you are in this and it's not a cage but it reminds me of a cage so, part of me feels like we're uh, like you're a zoo animal here in my apartment, or that you're like uh, the Pope in his Pope mobile. I was going to say that, or kind right? of a
1: confessional booth, oh. sort
0: of you're like a mix between an animal and the Pope. But I mean that like, like in a right. nice way.
3: I mean, I wouldn't call it a cage because there's no bars. Like it's, I can Good see point. through it. I can see the whole world. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Um, I just don't have to hear it or touch it.
1: Do you? Do yeah. you Go out. Do you always go out in this glass case?
3: Oh, well, I mean, I only bring it with me if I'm doing, uh, you know, doing some kind of video because mm-hmm. I, you know, I can be incredibly mobile like now with with mm-hmm. iPhones and stuff. So like, I might bring it down to like do laundry or like, mm-hmm. you know, to go down to the door to like like sign for a uh, sign for a package or something. I, I to feel like you could time. take
1: it to the beach, to be frank, or oh, you know, anywhere I would, really. I would. No, I wouldn't cool. go to the beach. Um no, but I w- idea, but if I James. did I would
3: bring it, you know, because like yeah. it, it's it's a really handy space and it really gives you a good quality of um uh oral uh feedback.
0: Wow. Do, do you I hate to keep talking about his holiness the pope, but do you think that the pope is an ASMR guy or is he, you know, a crank the volume type of dude?
1: Hmm. Um, Francis, of course, I'm talking about. Hmm. <sighs> He's Argentinian, so he probably likes tango
0: which is not known for being quiet. No, that's a pretty... They're a loud,
3: really passionate country. And Mm -hmm. he generally has to... I mean, he has to speak to big crowds, so, right. you know, yeah, and he somewhere. is, yeah, he's mic'd, so he's he's not going for quiet, but, you know, I bet that there's some really incredible corners of the Vatican that have very good sound absorption from all the brocade, and right. um, I've seen in photos, and, um, you know, like, there's, I'm sure you get into that confessional booth, actually, that would be an amazing, yeah. that would be an amazing series, like, you could do a dual ASMR, would you, you could have,
0: would you mind doing? <gasps> Not at all. Like taking us there to the confessional booth, ASMR uh, style.
3: Okay. Do you want to do it? Like we'll do a dual one.
0: Uh, well, I did the last one, okay. so maybe James can James, do. James, would am you I like, be the the
1: sinner? Oh, do
3: you want to be okay. the the sinner or the the priest?
1: Um, <laughs> are we both? We're both doing it. Well, well let's I'll, do it
3: together. I'll. Okay. I, I can come in and confess, and you can. Okay. <sighs> I'll be the priest. Okay. And I mean, like, if we were really doing this, we would have like a door sound and stuff like that.
1: Right. Door sound. Okay. Yeah. Here
2: we go. Enter, my child. What sin have you done? Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Okay.
4: I, um... Last week, I was really mad at my sister. Because she was really rude to me. And she told some lies about me to my parents. So I went and I cut the straps on all her bras. And uh, I committed the sin of envy. I was reading a magazine. I was reading in Style magazine. and uh, I got really jealous of Zoe Kazan because she had this incredible spread of like different Empire Waist dresses. And um, also I... Um, well, I had impure thoughts. Um, Go on my. Child. And, um
0: Whatever. I can use more from the priest. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> oh,
3: sorry. Oh, are we done? No. Um, I had impure thoughts. I, um, I put on,
4: um, I put on a video of a Japanese man making a sword.
2: worry about it. Should I say, should I do anything um, to to appease myself? Well, child, I think that's up to you. And as for your sister, I'm glad you cut the straps on her bra. Oh. Did you, do you feel the the power of evil swelling within you at all.
4: Well, that's what I felt. I did feel as if Satan was taking up residence in my heart. And and uh, that's why I came here to talk to you, because I wanted to um, get to the point where I could, like, bask in his, in his holiness's grace and in the Lord's forgiveness. Um,
2: but if you say it's okay, then I guess I'll just keep on doing that stuff. My advice when it comes to Satan is, let him be. If he's going to visit, yeah, let him visit. Like, I shouldn't judge
4: Satan, because he just is what he is. No way. That would be really cruel, because you know what? God made him, so he's part of the plan also, right? He's like that weird uncle
2: that you just have to deal with. That drinks too much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you masturbate. It's true. My uncle
3: didn't make me a mouse. Anyway, um... Wow, bravo! So. Bravo, uh,
0: both of you. That was that was very compelling. I felt like I was in a Catholic church. I have a few uh, questions, though, I want to ask about some of the things that happened there. First of all, the uh, your, your character was aroused by a Japanese man making a sword. I didn't know that that was a kink, even, but it uh, shows how little I know.
3: Sorry, is that a question?
0: Uh, no, I'm, I'm yeah, that's nice a, question. a comment. My question was for you, James. You started off as an Irish Catholic priest. Yes. And, uh, you, uh, so you were Irish. I wasn't hearing things. Yes. And you had no problem. Uh, and you didn't even,
1: uh, you had no problem. So you, and you were pro Satan. So he was an Irish priest who the backstory of uh, was that it was, he was a fake Irish priest. So right. that's the cover, but he was... And then
0: you, at the end, you dropped the Irish accent. I did, I did. So is that...
1: That was that, it, 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 the Irish priest character is a cover for him, because right. in my mind, he was a Satanist.
0: Okay. He
1: was, In my mind, he was like the emperor in the 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 first three Star Wars movies. Or was mm. he the devil himself? Well, good question, but I, I was imagining Emperor Palpatine. Okay. All right. And Aurora, are you, is that just, this is a
0: question. Is uh, sword making an actual uh, fetish that exists in the world?
3: for people? Oh, I'm sure it does for some people. I mean, there is, wow. there are many um, educational videos, but so there's a whole thing of unintentional ASMR because mm-hmm. there's the people who mean to make it and then there are people who just think they're making an instructional video and it turns out they have soothing voices and they were not, they're not at all conscious of what they're doing. Wow. They're just making you, you know, a beautiful katana and, yeah. um, you know. Great blade. Great blade and the sound, you Excellent know. Blade. The sound of the the sharp edge just going over and over and over
1: on the sharpening. It's just, it's, there's something magical about it. Have you guys seen the show Forged in Fire on the History Channel? Because there's a Channel. show about sword making, Michael. And really? And if you don't think people aren't whacking off watching that thing, you're <laughs> out of your friggin' mind. It's basically these burly dudes, sort of bloated looking with goatees. And they make these swords and they go through tests, seeing how strong they are. And that then it's crowned amazing. the Forged and Fire champion at the end. Really?
0: How, how big can the sword market be in 2019?
1: Bigger than you think. Oh, I guess it a is. A lot bigger than you think. A lot of guys like me have swords. Do you own swords, Aurora?
3: No, no. I don't own anything as dangerous as that. Um, I mean, I have a lot of uh, brooches with you know s- sharp pins that's in them. But light. that's about the biggest thing that I have. Well,
1: if Beautiful. someone breaks into my home, what are you going to have... Um, what are you gonna have, Mike? A rolled up newspaper to defend yourself? I'll be the one with a big ass sword. I'll well, be I'll be in my little my and little you'll be studio. Protected by your booth. Yeah.
0: Well there we have it.
1: <laughs> um well Aurora, um we 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 were thinking we might take a, a short break here and then we just come back with a short five minute little game. Is that cool? Sure. That you? sounds great. Uh, Mike, does that sound good? It sounds wonderful to Unless me. there's anything you want to bring up. Okay, well why don't we take a short break and we'll be right back. Okay. And welcome back to the Landlord Intended Tenant Podmess. We're here with Aurora Brown, ASMR star. You're the queen of ASMR as far as I'm concerned, Aurora. Oh, that's very sweet of you to say. And uh, it's time for our final segment. It's time for the game.
2: It's time for the game, the game, the game. It's one of our super popular games. They always go viral, and that is our aim. So sit back and please enjoy this game.
0: And there's our theme music. So this week we're doing something that is going to be very fun, and it's uh, based on what we've been talking about all episode, ASMR. And you'll have to remind me, what does that stand for again? It's...
3: Autosensory Meridian Response. I
0: love it. Wonderful. So, this week, we're going to go around the triangle, and we're each going to uh, use the ASMR method to uh, act out a scene from one of our favorite movies. So, um, we're all movie buffs here, and we're going to do scenes in in a quiet ASMR style. Okay, absolutely. Okay, I I will go first with my ASMR movie recreation. And uh, this is from a movie from a few years ago called Captain Phillips, which was about uh, Somali pirates. I believe it starred Tom Hanks. It did. But I will not be playing Captain Phillips. Here I go.
4: (coughs) I am de-captain now.
0: So that was my scene from Captain Phillips. And uh, do you remember that scene? It was the, the pirate scary Leader. as hell scary
1: as hell yes he was
0: emaciated he looks very threatening
1: oh yeah he if uh you know that's a that's a scary phrase to hear i'm the captain now we've yes. all been there we've all heard it yeah uttered by someone in a scary situation
0: after but, that movie came out i i said i'm never setting foot on a boat again mm,
1: have you ever been in a boat
0: um, let's see. I've been in a kayak, I've been in a dinghy, and I've been in a paddle boat. So, yes, I've been in three.
3: Not
1: bad. Do you guys have
0: any thoughts on it or uh, suggestions?
3: Um, You can... You don't have to go so quickly. You can, like, slow it down a
0: little yeah. bit, I think. It seems
1: like you had somewhere to be. I was a rushing Reynolds, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Rushing Sorry. Reynolds? I don't know. And It seemed like you had the kettle on, Mike. It seemed like you are rushing through that.
0: Okay, well, in the future, I'll keep that in mind when I'm reenacting... um Scenes in ASMR style. Um, who would like to go next?
1: I, I can go next. Um, sure. sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, here we go. Here's so what are you going to do, James? Um, well, I'll do it. I'll I'll say it first, and then um and then I'll tell you what Ooh, it is. Exciting. Okay. Very exciting. Okay. Ready.
3: Suspense. I do
2: unto you now what has been. Do me, do unto you now, what has been done to you.
1: And can you guess what that's from?
2: I That,
3: that does not ring any bells for me.
1: Are you sure? Yeah. It I feel like religious. you know this one. It
3: sounds religious with the unto you stuff. Is it in the name of the father?
1: Well, no, that is actually lyrics from the tool song Prison Sex.
0: Oh, oh wow. and
1: right. that is one of my faves because it's
0: not a film scene. It's a, it's a well, lyric. it is right, a film right. in a way. It's right. a
1: film of the song "Prison Sex" by Tool, and I that song gets me going. And I wanted to hear how that sounded in ASMR. Well, it did sound neat. I
0: just couldn't place it, and uh, yeah, you,
1: you know the tune from "Prison Sex." Uh, it's like, Oh, right,
0: right, right. Yeah. Da- 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 do- we will have a new album coming out soon. Anyway, Aurora, the whole show has been leading up to this moment. Are you ready to do your turn of the game?
3: I am. Um, I just want to thank you, first of all, before we do this, because this has been such a pleasure being on here, and I'm so happy to bring you know, new people to the world. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want to prove here that, that ASMR can make, you can literally talk about anything. So I do have an excerpt from David Mamet's, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross here.
0: Classic Mm -hmm. play and film.
3: Yeah.
4: You can't close the leads you're given. You can't close shit. You are shit. Hit the bricks, pal, and beat it. Because you are going out. Oh, the leads are weak. Fucking leads are weak. You're weak. I've been in this business 15 years. Fuck you, that's my name. You know why, mister? Because you drove a Hyundai to get here tonight. I drove an $80,000 B.M.
1: Whoa, Bro. there you go. <laughs> you know what? I love the message of that thing, it sounded great. Uh, and the Oscar for Best Actress goes to Aurora <laughs> Brown for the CIA, the Canadian Screen Award. You mean the oh,
3: best screen? Right. Award. It's CSA a week, everybody's they, buzzing about it in the building.
0: They should have a CSA dedicated to ASMR, uh, digital television and film production. This is
3: why I'm so in love with this. I just got another idea. I'm going oh to God. do a video where I'm accepting a CSA award for ASMR but in an ASMR way I'm going to do a long list of thank yous. Oh, that'd be wonderful.
1: Uh, <laughs> That's a good idea. A 10-minute thank you list.
3: A 10-minute thank you list. Uh, Thanks, guys.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much Thanks for, for coming here. on. Educating our... Li- you know what? There's probably people listening who didn't even know they were into ASMR. I bet. Now they know. Now they do. Absolutely. So
3: I'm going to go up to the 14th floor again. and cool. Do you need
1: help with your uh, case?
3: I prefer if other people don't touch it, actually.
2: Okay. All
0: thank right. you.
1: We'll
2: yeah, keep our hands behind our backs. Out there.
1: Yeah. Well, we don't have to keep... Them. We're going to keep we're our hands out. behind That's our backs. Make, makes it seem weird, but... Uh, anyway, uh, thank you. Yes. And you go ahead and wheel out there. Okay bye. 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 bye bye bye
0: bye. See you James.